Today we're going to continue our conversation about technology and, and sort of the uh, misperception of, of technology and the way that we uh, it is really infiltrating everything. Uh, right. we, we look at technology and, and think it as though it's the answer to everything. Right. But it's but it's not. And as we talked about yesterday, we, we kind of discussed the fact that many schools mm -hmm. are actually pulling away from technology, that right. especially schools in affluent areas, uh, they're not using technology quite as much as um, one might predict. Right. And today we're going to talk about sort of a similar uh, phenomenon mm -hmm. in the families of people uh, that you that you might not really some, expect. Some names you you might recognize. Yeah. Um, yeah, during the 90s when this um, explosion of technology right. occurred, I, I happened to be living in Austin at the time, and Motorola and Texas Instruments, Dell Computers, all of them were just burgeoning. This, mm -hmm. this was the high-tech bubble that finally burst at the end of the decade. But there was uh, such, it, there was more than hope, it was almost a frenzy mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. enthusiasm right. that these devices were going to change the world, that this technology, the mm -hmm. internet, first of all, but then uh, particularly smartphones and iPads would change the way we do things. And that if you didn't, if you didn't get on this bandwagon mm -hmm. early and, and master it, that you were gonna somehow be left behind. Right. And so uh, people began to um, um, uh, start preschool, you know, start their kids when right. they were infants and, mm -hmm. and young children. The iPhone came out in 2007? I don't I think yeah 2007 like because 2017 was the 10th anniversary mm -hmm. the iPhone 10 came out mm -hmm. and that was 10th anniversary and that's what that was the game changer mm -hmm. I mean the internet and then the iPhone the, mm -hmm. the smartphones were the game changers and people just assumed that and they were right in many respects that this was going to be the future mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. that this was going to change everything well as it turned out it did change everything and most of the changes have been positive. Mm -hmm. um, you, right. lo you love these technologies. I mean, most of us right. do. Most of us love these technologies. Mm -hmm. At the same time, during the same period, while we have learned to love them and rely on them, we have learned that they do carry some negatives. Mm -hmm. There are some negative aspects to this technology that as wonderful as it is, there are a few things that we have learned about them that right. we need to be cautious about. And one of them is this whole concept of addiction. Right. You know, we've talked about it before, um, and people argue about whether we should even use that term or right. not. Okay, but so we've had uh, ten or eleven years to sort of sift through the effects, and people are beginning to um, reevaluate how they want to deal with this technology. And the New York Times recently did an article about this and they interviewed, uh, what they did, what the fascinating thing for us is that they interviewed the CEOs of the companies who are building these technologies right. to get their opinion. Right. I mean, who better than they mm -hmm. uh, would have an opinion about uh, what, what, how we should be dealing with these technologies. And so what we want to talk about today is um, some of the opinions of these people mm -hmm. and, and how they're dealing with it in their family and with their children. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that most would assume that these people, these individuals have completely embraced technology mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that, you know, their their families and their um, their homes and everything are completely wired and, and connected mm -hmm. and mm 
uh, always always plugged in. Right. Um, and, and the title of this article uh, mm -hmm. kind of leads us in that other direction, and it's entitled, A Dark Consensus About Screens and Kids Begins to Emerge right. in Silicon Valley. Right. So, um, so what they what they did in this article is yes they interviewed these individuals to find out how they are managing um, screen time and and technology right. in their homes and uh, again it's a little bit unexpected right because what they begin with there are two sort of major themes running through this the first one is is they have concluded these the, the leaders the CEOs mm -hmm. and the developers and the researchers and the engineers have concluded that the benefits of all this technology as a learning tool have probably been overrated. Mm -hmm. You and I have talked about this many times that universities and colleges want to migrate content right. online. Mm -hmm. And most faculty members and students don't like online courses. Right. It, it's not as effective, good, right. um, engaging, um, as face-to-face. -face. Right, okay. people who enjoy online classes are not the same people who want to go to, you know, brick-and-mortar right. um, university in, right. in colleges. Right, when you, you know, again, to repeat myself, um, the experience of going to college right. is different from the content you learn in college, right. and, and, and I believe that you should have both. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've always encouraged my children to go to a campus mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. live there you learn how to become independent, you learn how to solve your own problems, right. you learn how to be resourceful, you meet new people, you get new ideas. If you're doing all that in the comfort of your living room or your bedroom, mm -hmm. none of that happens. Right. Okay? You, you get some content, mm -hmm. but the, you don't get the experience. Right. So the, the advantage of the, of, of the technology as a learning tool has been overrated. Mm -hmm. That's their conclusion. And the second problem is there are dangers lurking in the technology, right. especially for not only for young people, not only for children, mm -hmm. but for adults as well. Right. Um, there's plenty of evidence that some marriages have broken up mm -hmm. because of cell phones. Right. Um, and so for adults and children, there are some dangers lurking. So two things, it's n the benefits are not as grand as we once thought they would be or were, and there are dangers in the technology. Right. And so as we talk about this, I, I think it's important to to uh, frame a lot of this in a quote that the article actually mm -hmm. frames it in. Right. Yes. And, and that is a quote from uh, Kristen Stetcher, um, and she was married to a Facebook engineer, and, right. and she said, you know, doing no screen time is almost easier than doing a little. If my kids do, do get it at all, they just want it more. Right. And so that's sort of the framing for much of this uh, article. Right. The the. And p parents ask us all the time, you know, mm -hmm. how much is enough? When right. should I start? When sh when should my child get a phone? What has happened? I think the consensus is that it's very hard to control this technology. It, it's like letting the genie out of the bottle. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult to right. get the genie back in. Easy to let him out, hard mm -hmm. to get him back in. And we're learning what some of these people are saying, like Stetcher, and I think she's a um, computing researcher at Facebook, and her husband, I believe, is an engineer there. He's an engineer there. Mm -hmm. Right. So these are people who are living in in the hothouse, right. in the Facebook hothouse, and they're saying, we can't control this. You know, right. we, we try to make limits, and we try to set limits, but it's sometimes easier just to say, we're not going to do this at all. Right. And I think about the days of TV, TV when people in the mm -hmm. 70s and 80s started to get concerned about uh, the influence of television and for some people they were able to control the set mm -hmm. you know how right. much time it would be on and everything 
but but uh, for other families, it was easier just to take, just to unplug it, just to remove it from the house. Right. I mean, we're not going to do TV. Right. And we're running into the same thing with this technology. Right. Yeah. It, she mentions, uh, Ms. Setcher mentions that she and her husband have decided that they would have almost none uh, of this in their home. No, no screen time in their home. Right. Uh, they have young daughters. Right. Um, but yeah, they, they, they felt like <laughs> trying to budget time would be even more difficult than right. saying, okay, no time. Well, except for... They have two exceptions. Right. Okay. And so if you're a parent and you're looking for what are other people doing, how are they controlling it, um, what they do is they allow their children to use their phones or gadgets on long car rides. Four hours or more. Four hours or more. Um, and on plane flights, mm -hmm. which is good because you don't interrupt right. other people. And I think one movie a night, or one movie a week. Right. That on Friday night they would have one, they would watch one movie together. Mm -hmm. And so they have put hard and fast uh, limits on the technology. Right. Otherwise the kids, are, so they're not using, their, their daughters are not using cell phones. They're not connected to the mm -hmm. internet, um, except for these two exceptions. And right. their parents are with them in both cases. Right. right. Yeah. So, so um, they went on and, and talked about other people, uh, right. you know, other folks from uh, Facebook. <laughs> And um, one is uh, Athena. I'm not going to try to pronounce your last name. Well, no. Name. What about Hunter Walker? Did you? Right. The, yeah. I had to laugh because that's a hashtag. That's Walk. a that's a hashtag, isn't it? Y yeah. <laughs> we were products we didn't. You buy. were trying to you were trying to teach me what a hashtag was. Then, oh. right? It's there's some learn. things. Maybe I should take an online course in hashtags or something. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, what he said was, these are pr hashtag products we didn't buy. Right. Yeah. And one of them was a potty training toilet with an iPad attached to yeah. it. Yeah. And that was one of the pro one of many products they yeah. didn't buy. It's re I agree with him. I right. mean there's some things you just shouldn't buy. Right. And, and again, you know, he's a he's a venture capitalist who who's worked uh, with YouTube and Google and and, right. and everything and you know, again, he's there's limits. Right. There there are limits to how far we can go and should go with some yeah. of this technology. Yeah, it's not cute, it's not right. funny. It's, I mean, I can see some people develop, you know, sitting around saying, hey, I've got a great idea. Let's mm -hmm. put an iPad on a toilet seat, you know. Yeah. And he's saying, whoa, slow down, that, yeah. you know. I, I, I did want to look that up because <laughs> the way that it's described makes me think, where is that? the where is the iPad? Right. You know. Does it come over their shoulders? Yeah. Know, like like a ride There's a harness Disney. and it's just <laughs> holding them down. Right. I, I'm not sure. Products you don't buy. Okay, so Athena. Uh, <coughs> Athena Shabaria? I would say Shabaria. Mm -hmm. Yes. Great, great job. All right. Mm -hmm. um, but she um, <coughs> was an um, executive assistant at Facebook, um, <laughs> now um, part of uh, Zuckerberg's uh, philanthropic right. uh, mm -hmm. arm, um, said, I am convinced the devil <laughs> lives in our phones and is wreaking havoc on our children. Right. This was one it's of the quote, bylines in the right. article, you know, that... Um, that's a, that's probably the most assertive, right? Um, of the quotes here, yeah. of all the quotes. Mm -hmm. You know, when I read that, I thought, wow, she is really passionate. And again, she's at the center. She lives in Facebook. She mm -hmm. lives at Facebook. Yeah. She's part of the philanthropic part. She was an administrative, an executive assistant prior to that. Now she's um, in charge of the philanthropic arm, right. and so she is right in the middle of all of this and she's right. saying the devil lives here right and i love it she said that <coughs> she lives by the mantra 
that the last child in the class to get a phone wins. <laughs> right. So I kind of like her. You know, yeah. she, I, I, I wonder what the Zuckerbergs think of this. Right. Um, of one of their key employees. Right. With these attitudes, but this is what's again. We want to reiterate. This is what's happening to the people who are living in the center, who are living in the eye of this technology. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the next person that they interviewed was Chris Anderson, Chris Anderson. Mm -hmm. um, former editor of Wired, Wired. Um, now uh, chief executive of robotics uh, of a robotics and drone company. Right. Um, he also kind of a strong statement. Had a very strong <laughs> statement on the scale between candy and crack cocaine. It's closer to crack cocaine. Enough said. <laughs> so, you know, now this is a guy who knows this stuff. I mean, I. We laugh about this all the time. I don't know these technologies. Mm -hmm. You do. Yeah. Um, but not the way these people do, of but course. These but these people really know them. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, because you're not here yet, are you? You no. have to evolve a little bit more. We wow. need to get you closer to Chris Anderson and, and, and Athena. We need to. Yeah. We need to. It's a language I don't know. What? They, 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 you do know this. No, uh, writing, programming, and, and thinking about sort of the, the under. Of all, of all of technology, I don't. I, I know, don't but but you know technology, right? Well, I know, yeah. And we're trying to tell you that you're overdoing it, but you don't listen. I don't. Well, why would I listen to you? You don't even know what a hashtag is. <laughs> as soon as you learn what a hashtag is, then I'll start. I don't know what a hashtag. It doesn't. It's okay. Anyway, um, so Chris Anderson again knows a little about this technology. Mm -hmm. Says that it's like crack cocaine. Yeah. And he's so we're moving into this area of. It's really addictive, right? And he and he said and it is. He said it. You know, we thought that we could control it, but we can't. He right. said it's just too. Powerful. He said we were naive. Right. He said he's the one who said we're na we were naive. We thought that we could do this stuff and somehow right. control it. Mm -hmm. It has now. It is now controlling us. I think of that wonderful line, um, that movie from two thousand and one, mm -hmm. Space Odyssey, right. where Hal takes over. You right. know, the computer right. takes over, and. It's sort of happening, right? You know. um, so the um, he he has twelve tech rules, and, right. and they include. I, I love some of these. Um, no phones until summer before high school. No phones until the summer before high school. So you're going into ninth grade, right? Right. Uh, no screens in bedrooms. Right. Uh, network level content blocking. So you that means you can't. There, there's just some things you're not going to have access to. Shut it to. off with the router. Right. Mm -hmm. um, no social media until t 13. No iPads at all. And screen time schedules enforced by Google Wi-Fi. No iPads at all. Right. Why? Do you know why? I mean, I read that and I thought, okay, it makes sense, but I, I, I think too that easy access. I, probably. Yeah. That, right. that would be my assumption. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, yeah. So he's pretty pretty hardlined. Right. Um, this notion of Boundaries of um, mm -hmm. the trouble with having access to the internet at younger and younger ages is, and we deal with this in our practice all the time, is the availability of pornography, mm -hmm. you know, and, and other we dangerous websites that mm -hmm. kids shouldn't be on. Um, and it's happening at younger and younger ages. Mm -hmm. uh, Ten years ago, I saw a boy who was 14 or 15 and he was beginning to dabble. His mother got concerned and she brought him in. Now we're seeing kids as young as eight. Mm -hmm. Who are dabbling, and they really, really don't don't get it, mm -hmm. you know. So there, there are things out there that right. uh, there are dangers lurking. So right. uh, we need to be cautious because the, it's it's happening at younger and younger ages. And if you don't think your children are doing it, you're naive. Right. I mean, it's available. Their friends are going to introduce them to mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. uh, older siblings, old friends, 
older siblings of uh, friends and family are going to introduce your, your younger children to this. Right. Um, other people that they interviewed, we, we talked earlier this week about Tim right. Cook and yeah. how he feels as though, um, you know, that, that kids shouldn't have right. uh, some of these things and that there should be some limits to technology mm -hmm. in classrooms and mm -hmm. some of those kinds of things. Right. Um, Bill and Melinda Gates. Bill and Melinda Gates. Mm -hmm. uh, John Lilly, um, from, uh, he, he's very involved, uh, right. venture-based uh, capitalist mm -hmm. in um, Silicon Valley. You know, a lot of these people are saying the same things. Right. Um, the um, uh, Anderson, I think it was Anderson, one of his said that, um, they, he said, uh, these are very wealthy individuals, and they right. send generally send their kids to private schools. And he said that his uh, children's private school uh, did the iPad, or they gave every child an iPad. You know, they had one on one, so mm -hmm. every kid in the school was given an iPad, and it was a disaster. And so they've they've re they've taken them all back, mm -hmm. and um, they're doing it the old-fashioned way. And um, John Lilly um, mm -hmm. tries to teach his son that. His son is 13, and he tries to tell him uh, that you're being manipulated. You mm -hmm. know, that this game, we talked about gamification earlier right. in the week. And he said, you know, you're, you, he's trying to teach his son that he's being manipulated. But that's a hard sell when right. you're playing a video, when you're playing Fortnite, right. and you think, oh, you're just being manipulated. That's not something right. that's going to be easy for a 13 year old to absorb. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he, your son gets twenty dollars, and what he wants right. to spend his twenty dollars on is getting a skin in Fortnite. <laughs> That's skin. It's yeah, like a hashtag. It's like a hashtag. Yeah. So, so, so again, you know, it's person after person um, uh, that they're mentioning in mm -hmm. this column right. or article that that they interviewed, and they just the, the stories go on and on right. about the limits that they are placing right. in their homes on their children right. uh, because of their concerns, uh, whether it's about addiction or the manipulation mm -hmm. or just the overuse and disconnect, uh, right. this disconnected nature of the, the use of right. these technologies. Now, you know, these, these other, there are two other people they mentioned. One is Rene DiResta and um, John uh, Frank, Frank uh, Barbieri. Barbieri. And they, they might, have, might have reached a nice balance. Mm -hmm. What, what uh, the first woman talks about Renee. is, yeah, she says she won't allow passive screen mm -hmm. time. Right. But if kids are programming or if they're playing challenging mm, video right. games, then it's okay. So mm -hmm. she's, but she must be monitoring it. Right. I mean, these, right. these are not kids who are going into their bedrooms right. with screens. I think that's the danger is right. that you have kids going into bedrooms with iPads, phones, and computers, right. and you don't know what they're doing. And they're, they're probably up to no good. Right. I mean, you have to assume that to be safe. And then Frank Barbieri said that um, he's having his daughter learn Italian with right. an online program, right. you know, so she's using the computer for that. So again, it's using these tools in a constructive right. way. So they they may be onto something, right. and that's something that parents may want to think about: is how can I? Uh, I'll let my children use the technology, learn to use it, but use it in a productive, useful way. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and and that's going to be a much much better use mm -hmm. um, and and way to to manage some of these. You mentioned things. coding a little. You don't right. you don't know how to code. Um, I'm trying to learn. It's, it's, right. it's a difficult. But that language. would be a good thing to learn. If you yeah. learned how to code, mm -hmm. you could learn how to control the machine. Right. You know that would put you in charge of the machine, right. rather, than, rather than us just following somebody else's right. um, lead on this. So um, that would, and that's what some people are, some parents and schools are saying. Let's teach them how to code so right. they really understand it. Absolutely. So, so there, there may be some ways around it, but but be very careful. Right. Mm -hmm. 
tomorrow we're gonna talk a little bit about what some of these families are doing, the extent to which some of these families are going to, to sort of monitor and manage and control mm -hmm. some of these, um, some of their screen time mm -hmm. use in their families. So right. um, we'll be stay back then. for that. All right. right, so until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid.